keeping it up. All right. Let's move this over. It's a good song, though. Yeah. I write too I many songs spill. for this show. I'm, like, already having too much fun writing songs. I love your... You, like, whip those up, too. I don't know. The I think rhyme it's really fun. is all, like, correct. <laughs> words rhyme with other words. Yeah. It's something I'm trying. It's it's a I'm good... I'm basically Macklemore. Oh, wow. Is that, who you, is that your aspirational? Well, I'm not very good, so I don't want to set the bar too high. That's good. Macklemore level. Watching movies is fun, but why only watch one when you could watch two and hear us talk them through? We'll pick a pair of flicks on similar topics, then we'll tell you our analyses. Let's watch two movies. Hello and welcome. This is Let's Watch Two Movies. I'm your host, Juliet Bowser. <laughs> that's not your name. It's not anyone's name. It's like a name. very specific name right? that's not Right? It just yours. came to me. Maybe Julia is like a part of me. Maybe. I thought it was going to be a reference to Twilight, no, and it wasn't. It was a reference to anything. Okay, Is well, your mic all set? Yeah, I mean, it's on. It's going. <clears throat> oh, look Hello. at us go. Hello. Look at, look at us. Look at us podcast <laughs> together. Okay, so I'm Maddie. I'm Mary Ellen. I'm not Juliet Bowser. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't either. I hope I meet her someday. She sounds nice. Cool. Got- so <laughs> we're starting up another duo of movies. Yes. Oh, yeah. This is our second Let's Watch. Well, it's our third episode second two a lot movies of numbers. <laughs> i don't want to throw too many numbers at you guys we'll take care of the math you take care of enjoying the podcast yep yep that's a great way to think about it because we are gonna take care of the math um so we are about to watch another two movies we already watched one yes which is twilight yes and everyone but us has again already reviewed and discussed this movie a lot years ago yeah yeah so this came out in 2008 which was like going back in a time machine for me i was still a teenager when yeah. this came out that's crazy i was 18 i depending on what, what time of the year it came out huh yeah i guess i was 20 or 21 possibly yeah i don't know depending yeah we're three years apart it's important that the listeners know that well i want to like set the scene for them like twilight's set come out scene. what was mary ellen doing what was she maddie's a senior in college mary ellen is a freshman in yeah or maybe not i don't no, know i was a, i okay. was a freshman at 17 okay isn't that kooky guys that's why i'm so smart kooky <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, um, I was still a huge nerd. I didn't watch this movie right away, but I did read all of the Twilight books roughly Mm -hmm. around this time period. This was around when I first started working at the Boston Phoenix, which was my first job right out of college. I didn't know that. And I interned there. I mean, I know you worked there. I didn't know it was your first job out of college. It was. And I interned there for a year and a half beforehand. So I was like working at the Phoenix and I that's associated with Twilight for me because I also remember overhearing my new co-workers talking about twilight with one another and being like what's up with this movie oh so it wasn't like you gotta see this movie no. okay they were like what is up with these books what's uh-huh. up with this fandom they didn't know the word fandom yet because it was 2008 sure and i would have been the person who taught them that word mm-hmm. and i was like this is i'm like very new here i'm gonna like butt into this coworker conversation and like talk to them about how I know about the Twilight fandom. But because you... I did. I like had friends who were into it. I was not personally into it, mm-hmm. but I was the person who was like, let me break this down for you guys. Twilight fans, I had some 
friends who are Mormons who are into it. Oh, wow. And a lot of cosplayers, girl mm. cosplayers who are into Twilight. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And like that checks out. I was I was going to a lot of cons at that age. Mm. Um, and I like knew a lot of girls who were like into fan fiction. So I was like ensconced in these communities that no one else at the Phoenix was. So I was like, let me like explain to you guys what's going on here. Right. And then I accidentally bought myself into having to cover Twilight for mm, work for the next Because you were the most well researched years. They were like, great, you know about this fucking weird mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Now you have to cover it. And so I had to do that. So you and Twilight like have a past. Yeah. Except wow. I only read the books because I wanted to argue with people. I right. knew about them. Like yeah. people I knew in real so life. So you didn't go into them like I'm interested. No, because I was an asshole. I mean, yeah. So I read them because I was like, this seems stupid. Right. Who isn't an asshole at that age? I was definitely a huge dick, though. Like, I wasn't a feminist when I started working there. Mm. I wasn't. No. I kind of did, though. I was, like, very into gaming. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, these books are stupid. Right. They're going to be stupid, and I'm going to make fun of them. That was the lens through which I was viewing them. Yeah. I mean, honestly, when I was 18, or when I was a teenager, when these books like yeah, even yeah, before yeah. the movie when the books so came you were out and everything me, so for you it was even more of yeah um i don't i can't remember like knowing anybody who was really into them like i know like i i wasn't close with anyone who's into them i know i saw I them as was, a thing so i had to kind of like navigate that right. in my real life um but i was still in an age where anything really femme i immediately trashed because like mm-hmm, i knew mm-hmm. i wasn't very good at being like very overtly yeah. femme and so I was still at an age where, like, I was like, that's stupid. I'm not yeah. interested in that. I'm intellectual. Like, all that bullshit. Which, oh, yeah. like, I've come to terms with and have, like, worked out. But that was... I approached Twilight, like, in Similarly. that same vein. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, stupid vampire romance. Lame. Whereas now if somebody, like, pitched me, you know, like, hey, there's this, like, great new book. And it's about a vampire romance with... I'm like, maybe. Yeah. Could work. I'll check it out. Because I, I'm into, like, campy, cheesy yeah. romance stuff. I mean, If people fall in love, I'll probably be into it. Sure. I mean, if it's good. I mean, I think there are examples of vampire romances that are interesting. I think I, I think don't the, know a ton of the... I guess I've seen Buffy. I was going to say, I think yeah. the comparison that a lot of people Angel made... Angel sucks, though. Perhaps, Can we just agree Angel sucks? Yeah. like this has become a Buffy like podcast. <laughs> Angel the show or Angel the character? I've never seen Angel the show, Angel the, the character. The show is pretty good, actually. I've never seen the show. It's got ups and downs. So yeah. I, I, there's definitely parts of it that suck. So I was like, I'm I'm kind of with you if you think that. But there's yeah. parts of it that are interesting. Uh, Angel the character does suck for sure. Especially on Buffy, like his, yeah. his portrayal there. But He's, I think that Buffy's interesting because um, she's equally strong yeah to angel that's how that relationship it's is not set like up. damsel in distress falls in love with i mean vampire. like literally strong like just a yeah. literal physical physically they're str- physical equals she is a technically a superhuman being yeah. as well she's so. basically like a superhero so it's not show. like a bella edward thing no it's, that, it's different in this, the in dynamic this is version different. of the story the power differential is part of the fetishization of edward that's it's a part of the big fantasy. part of the story yeah but that's such a core difference that i think I think, um, I feel like this is like, sounds like we're working up to a defense of Twilight. Cause we're I, like, we came in hating it and like, uh, that's not what's going to happen. But I will say that like, 
I do think it's unfair when I hear people saying, well, Buffy's the good example of how to do this. Because A, I don't necessarily think Buffy did everything right. It didn't. And also I feel like it's a very reductive way of like portraying a quote unquote empowered female character. Yes. And I feel like setting (laughs) Buffy and Bella side by side is like a thing that was happening a lot in the late 2000s. Right. It's like the same thing as like the Sansa, Arya sort of comparisons and stuff. It's like if you are- One of these characters has masculine trappings and right. has a sword and the right. other one is feminine and wears dresses and that's bad. Right. And like, okay. She's not an empowered female character because she doesn't act like a man. Like, Whatever. okay. Sansa rules. Sansa forever. I I've I've fell off the Game of Thrones thing. Well, Sansa's the best. And if you ever meet a guy who really hates Sansa, that's a red flag, ladies. Just saying. Should I start with that on, on first dates? <laughs> Hi, it's nice to meet you, Timothy. Um, so like, what, what are your thoughts on Sansa? Uh, like, you're kidding, but honestly that can reveal a lot about that's do you like my first date voice i do is do you do that voice the whole date yeah and then second i'm like listen up (laughs) i'm already stark now (laughs) i have two seconds because you know what madonna whore like duality of womanhood (laughs) it's all real guys that's what i try to embody when i meet new people (laughs) i want to really freak them out and then if they can survive that then we're good (laughs) yeah those first two dates great (laughs) <laughs> let's go on two dates is the name of this let's podcast go oh god let's never not, oh man let's not talk about dating that would be an incredible podcast we though. have to talk about dating because that's what twilight is entirely it is, about. And it's about i was like let's change the topic right, away from romance it's about like being a teenage romance. girl and teenage girl ideas god, of romance yes. and like fantasies and yeah so gender like, dynamics even though stephanie meyer who wrote the twilight book um claims to not have any familiarity with vampire stories <laughs> I feel like Twilight is... It's got all the tropes. It, it has all the, the shit that you want a vampire story to have. Right. Like these are... I'm like already fighting against all the criticisms that I've heard <laughs> about Twilight before we even get to the I, plot. I will say like I went in... I, so I've seen this... I've seen the Twilight movie before. And I, I haven't read any of the... I've seen all the Twilight movies before. Yeah. So this is the difference between us. Yeah. I have read all the Twilight books and I've only seen the first two movies. Whereas I've read none of the Twilight books. But you've um, seen all the movies. I've seen all the movies. And I have I saw all the movies with Rift Tracks. Which is really the only way to go on this <laughs> right. one. Which I'm it, like skipping ahead to the recommendation section, but like I don't recommend this movie by itself <laughs> because it's tough. But we we can we can get to yeah. that later. Um, <laughs> at which if people don't know Rift Tracks, it's the it's Mystery Science Theater uh, 3000, those dudes. Yeah, it's um, like a commentary track with jokes. That right. You and can... so I'm basically I've watched these movies with a bunch of middle-aged men making jokes about it as I go. And so obviously like that colored my perception and, of and experience of it. So I tried to go and like I'm now 27. I tried to go into it this time. I will admit actively trying to find things I like trying to find merit in it. Me too. Because I and we're going to talk about this, but I feel like stuff that teenage girls are really into and stuff that becomes popular with these crowds are a super underestimated by like, you know, oh, yeah. um, the whole Hollywood industry. And like automatically thrown under the bus by like society. At exactly. Large. And seen as like, tr- tr- like worthless trash. Whereas, or, or like dangerous or like, yeah, why do what girls is it doing like to our girls? This? And yeah. like, we're going to talk about that too. Whereas like, like boy fantasy, like you shit like Transformers or like all these, or like, like these, these male adult um 
kids books that we were talking about like the chocolate war and like all oh, these God. fucking that's masculine... a whole other chapter <laughs> we're well, just talking like... about books that traumatize us as teenagers that was what we were talking about before the show <laughs> but it's like kind of relevant because this is a book for teen girls and like the yeah. books that are quote-unquote for teen boys yeah are like often really violent and like often like survivalist fantasy stuff there's a right. lot of like boy goes and lives in the mountains and women are like objects like, that are usually yeah, traded around yeah and like there's a lot of that crap so i guess it's just like you know don't don't be gender essentialist about your teenage fantasies and like who's, yes what's dangerous quote unquote like <laughs> if there's a moral to this podcast <laughs> that's it yeah it kind of is i this we've, episode we've talked about um a lot of different I don't think we've yet done a movie that's as much about a supposed female fantasy as Twilight is. No, I mean, this we, is like our talked... first sort of rom romantic. It's not right. a rom-com, but I was going to say that. It's so but much comedy. It's, it's, <laughs> it lacks comedy. I it lacks laughed the com. at a lot of this movie. Intentional comedy it mm, lacks. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. This is our first like very romantic movie. Right. We've dealt with like female aspiration, but in, and, like, in more like there's romance in the other movies. We've yeah. Done, but this movie is entirely up <laughs> about romance. Yes. Which is admittedly it's it's. Like, I was telling Maddie, like, if I had a preteen daughter yes. um, who was like, Mom, I really want to watch the Twilight movies or I want to read, read the, the book or something like that, I would probably allow it, but I would want to have a conversation about the relationships depicted. Because yeah. it's not... Uh, like, I get that it's fantasy, but I don't necessarily I think 12-year-olds like, can discern that it's fantasy. Yeah, and I think it's good to sort of lay down why it's a fantasy mm-hmm. and just kind of talk openly about yeah. why that is. So let's let's... I guess explain that part. So should we start with like the plot? Yeah, sure. So <laughs> this is still spoiler free, although how anyone could possibly evade spoilers Guys, for he's Twilight, a vampire. I don't <laughs> fucking know. Do you think the fact that he's a vampire is a spoiler? No, that's I the whole know. billing. I don't know how to divide up this show because see, do you think people is, care about spoilers for Twilight? I don't. For but if you do, Twilight? I guess I'll just go ahead and put the spoiler song in here in case anybody fucking does whatever. Yeah. Go watch the movie and come yeah, back. Yeah, if Bye. you care about spoilers for Twilight, just leave. Can a movie really be spoiled? Does knowing the plot really ruin a movie? It's sort of a fail. Philosophical question. We can't answer that for you. Just figure out what you want to do. But if you don't want to know the plot, turn this off right now. I, on that topic, I was like, the people who made this movie and the circumstances under which this movie came out, I think everyone already knew the story before they even saw the movie, right? Like, this yeah. is one of those situations where going into the movie, you knew what this was what you're gonna get and it was i mean it, it was definitely catered to like they were making it for mega fans yes, of the book and, so and this was a situation where mega fans of the book like the movies in general yeah. there's exceptions but in general the fans of the books have like really enjoyed the movies really, really liked the casting wow. people love the robert pattinson kristen stewart chemistry at first which is why it was so heartbreaking when they broke up in real wow. life like i remember the fandom being like very into this casting interesting i, I like I liking no it the only yeah. casting that i remember people being really upset about is that one of the black one of the black vampires in the movie is white in the books and people were mad about oh, that fucking course. people are fucking racist so that i remember being a controversy at the time but that's, that's the only controversy that's so cool. i remember that's so cool of people i love when people do that it's great when people remember Idris Elba and um thor? And thor yeah people are fucking guys don't be racist i feel like this Can was one of cut the early examples of shit? like genre fiction getting adapted for movies yeah i mean there's harry potter also but like that stayed mm. pretty true to the books to, for yeah. better or for worse but By this having was a no situation yeah. yeah um 
this was a situation where they changed something from the books and they were like what if we just cast a black character for this or black actor for this he was actually like i think i thought he was did a great performance of the like baddie vampires they thought he was the best yeah Uh, they all have like five lines (laughs) but he did great of the the highly nuanced roles of the mean vampires there's no like good parts in this movie there's like nothing the only uh, i will say the only part i'm like this character's kind of interesting was uh the angry sister even yeah, though they Rosalie? don't ever explain that she's angry, I was like, at least she has like some complexity going on. Yeah. Like, warring she like impulses. gets to act and emotion other than like placid Horny. acceptance <laughs> or yes. horniness. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of horniness in this. There's a okay. lot of so gasping we... and staring at oh each God, other. There's so much gasping. Yeah. Okay, so I I like was trying to find merit in this movie throughout because I don't really enjoy making fun of things that teen girls like. No. I don't. And I, I think that, like, the fact that... And it's done too much, too. It is done too much. Yeah. And so I, like, I really try to look for merit in these things mm-hmm. um, at this point. And I can understand the fantasy yeah. of Edward, I think. And I, yeah. I think we both can. We talked about this a little bit before we recorded. Yeah. Where, like, I- the fantasy is he... He is extremely physically powerful. Yeah. But he has control over that. Yeah. And he doesn't want to have sex with Bella until she until they're married first right. of all spoilers for the books later right. and and te- and like later on he can't have sex with her well he until- chooses not to he's basically like i can't do it let's Cause, not because she's a human right and he's a vampire so he's like super too strong or whatever yeah although they do end up having sex while she's still a human yeah, later on yeah but it's only after they're married yes it is only after they're married so it's fine yeah, and it's like, fine. I think that this movie and the first book start to set up some of those metaphors where like turning oh, yeah. into a vampire is sort of a metaphor for getting married and pledging eternal commitment to somebody. But it's also, I but mean, it's also a metaphor for sex. For sex. Yeah. So, yeah. but those two things kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. Because this is a very Mormon friendly yes. message. Where sex equals where, marriage and marriage equals sex. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like you finally get to get married. And the great news about getting married is you get to have sex finally. And yeah. it's great. And marriage is great. And every... Every time you have sex, it's amazing. This is that's all in the later books for sure. Is that Bella and Edward have a monogamous, incredible yeah. sex life, well, and it's so good. Like I wanna, that's a right. Fantasy. I want to take a minute to everyone's like, why is this like a fantasy? Okay, yeah. Here is the basic plotline behind the entire Twilight series, and why it's a teenage girl fantasy. Yeah, you move to a new town. Everyone wants to be your friend, and they think you're super cool and interesting. Yeah. The hottest guy in school. Who no one has ever gotten to date before. Yeah, who's, like, totally out of reach Mysterious of everybody else. bad boy. Is obsessed with you, and is, like, so into you, and, like, and is driven crazy by you. Um, you guys fall in love. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get to meet his super cool family, and they live in a big mansion. Yep. And they all love you, mostly. Yeah. Um, and they're all, like weirdly beautiful and creepy everyone is beautiful and they're and wealthy you. there's never there's no economic anxiety in this whole thing we there's a lot of material about that because i oh. i feel like th- this is a classic vampire trope is that vampires represent the aristocracy oh. and historically werewolves represent the proletariat that's always how holy it goes. shit we can get to that shit oh later. my god you just made me way more interested in twilight anyway <laughs> Uh, and that's not a Twilightism. That's just yeah, like that's so cool. Uh, literature analysis um, stuff. His sister becomes like your best friend. Thinks you're totally cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys. Uh, oh, and then there's like this other hot guy who's like warring for your attention. Oh my and god! For a yeah, little you're, bit, you're like childhood best friend. 
right. is there and he's, he's cute so too, into you and he's really into and you. for like a while you give him some attention because you're like not sure about like this other guy's kind of got cold feet but then like you know that you and this other guy are meant for each other uh-huh. you guys get married you wear like the prettiest wedding dress everyone is jealous of you the hot guy even makes a last ditch attempt to like like win you away because everyone's so obsessed with you and you're so hot and like beautiful mm-hmm. you go on like this really romantic getaway honeymoon <laughs> you have a baby baby gets you born you get superpowers <laughs> wait well the baby's born it's like super beautiful wonderful baby the baby's the most beautiful baby in ever the world. and actually has magical powers you get magical powers you're like an all-powerful being and not only are you a vampire you are like more powerful than all the vampires yeah, you're that a super is special the vampire ending of all the twilight books again spoilers right. she becomes the most powerful vampire of like ever all of them and it's not explained why <laughs> no it just she happens she has more superpowers than any other vampire in the books right as established by the rules of the books they get a free house yep uh have amazing sex all the time obviously um the baby essentially no conflicts except for exterior conflicts where people are trying to drive bell and edward apart for bogus reasons all of which are solved the baby's mostly taken care of by like this hot family yeah and the baby also grows up super fast you don't really have to deal with like that baby shit for a long time like barely any baby shit at all the baby grows into like a beautiful 18 year old perfect girl right and then you're all just like a super hot super powerful uh superhuman family. family yes and that's the fantasy so like if you break it down to like just that it's like oh <laughs> like it's it sounds silly but like i think that i that sounds okay to me yeah. like to be, live in a world where everyone's like mary ellen you're so cool i'm gonna fight for your love like you know that's there hits at like basic oh yeah human desire so, i like, mean i think that there are a lot of power fantasies and that's twilight <laughs> across <laughs> yeah. gender that have this same yeah. structure yeah like the power fantasy that you meet someone else they have superpowers that are mysterious you eventually realize you can get those superpowers if you prove yourself yeah you get them there's a love story eventually you become the most powerful person of all and then the story ends that's so and you get to be like hot and healthy forever yeah you get to be gorgeous you get to end up with your true love and be extremely powerful like those are so those are just core storytelling things right it's not even like a new story on any level yeah there's nothing different happening right and so like looking at Twilight, I totally get why it could be like a fun indulgent thing. Yes. And I think that like also just within the part of Twilight that we're discussing, which is mm-hmm. just the setup. Yeah. I think that the first there's book, you mean? something very appealing about like a guy who knows that he's physically stronger than you, which statistically guys usually are physically stronger than sure. their partners. Yeah. If they're women partners. Um, but he isn't going to do anything and it's like established repeatedly that he's like i realize i could hurt you but i won't i'm gonna protect you like yeah at least when i was a a kid and like this was like before i read twilight i was taught like you know guys can't control themselves which is not true we know this now Mm. but like this is like very old school general stuff right right where like in sex ed a lot of times girls are told like you have to guard your virginity and like guys are really gonna push you hard for it and stuff but like twilight actually does some twists on that yeah by having bella want to have sex yeah Edward's first the one of who all keeps, like, it keeps being like chill out and like that's treated as a normal thing yeah which is radical sadly in a weird way yeah and the fact that the female character is like i have a sex drive i yeah. really want to fuck you <laughs> 
Like that alone, right. I think, is a fantasy because it's very rarely portrayed, unfortunately. Yeah. Usually the, the female character, not always, there's right. great examples of teen romances where there's sort of an equal partnership where like both characters want to have sex, but they don't for whatever reason. Yeah. Or they yeah. do, and it's fine or bad or whatever. Yeah. But um, in this, she really wants to have sex. Edward wants to have sex with her too, yeah. but he's just like... I've got the superpowers and I yeah, don't know if I can control die. them. So like, <laughs> right. let's not do it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Well, and also in a way where she is very clearly interested in, in him and, and sexually interested in him. And that doesn't like, she pursues him and that doesn't frighten him or right. make him retreat, which like, uh, like a lot of times sexually aggressive portrayals of women, the right. men are like back off. I don't like this. I want to be the pursuer. Right. So in a way that's like a fantasy. Yeah. Thing too. And like, I know that people are constantly like, well, Bella's very passive as a character. Which she Things is, admittedly. And yeah. like, that's definitely true. But I think the fact that everything that happens to her is like just a, a teen girl fantasy is like kind of, it's not empowering, but it's at least like understandable. Right. Like why these are the specific things that are quote unquote happening to Bella is yeah. like, oh, well, because... She's not making these things happen, but like there's a reason why Stephanie Meyer wrote for these things to be the things yes. that happened to yeah. her. Yeah, and I mean, to be fair, she makes a choice in the first book slash movie where she's like, I'm in love with Edward and I want to become a vampire and be with him forever. And she is adamant about that choice. She yes, she, she, she reiterates it. eventually gets her wish. Yeah, and so it's, I mean, in she a way... She wants to fucking be immortal. <laughs> right. I mean, respect, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. So, <laughs> but like, we do have to talk about the things that are bad. Which, Should we talk about the actual plot itself? Because we haven't I mean, we really. We can. We basically covered it. Yeah, she meets I covered a hot all vampire. The books. You did. Yeah. <laughs> Bella, but in just this movie, um, Bella moves to Forks, Washington. For essentially no reason. Uh, her mom wants to go on. I, oh, I know there are reasons. <laughs> but you know Listen, what I mean. Maddie, I paid attention. Also, the, the beginning. The opening monologue. The uh, opening monologue doesn't make any sense. I okay. feel like they cut some sentences out. I, they must have, because I literally Because it she repeats to those it. lines later. In, yeah, again, so it's supposed movie. to be me. Guys, literally, the way it starts is. If I like, if I had to, if, if I've never, I haven't thought a lot about how I'm going to die, but if I had to die for somebody I loved, I don't think that would be so bad. Dot, 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 dot. And there's like a pause. That's why I'm moving to Forks. It's like, what? Yeah. But then when she repeats those lines way later in the movie. Then it actually makes sense. She says, um, uh, you know, die for somebody I love. That's fine. That's why I don't regret any of the choices that I've made. Yeah. Well, And I was like, why didn't they leave that third sentence in there? Because that would have at least sort of right. led you back and had her be like, let me explain. It's also interesting. It all started when I moved to Forks, Washington, home right. of the vampires. It's also interesting that that line sets you up to think she dies for Edward when she's really ready yes. to go die for her mother. So that's, that's right. kind of and, and that's the only twist in this whole movie. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Anyway, she moves to Forks, Washington. She's like super bummed out. She has to go live with her mustache dad but i think she kind of chooses this at least in the books she does she's she, bummed out though she is bummed but it, in the books she's more like i didn't want to like be on the road with my uh, okay. mom and and this stepdad. like yeah. that seemed like a weird way to live so i wanted right. to like go and just be in high school like a normal kid yeah she goes to the high school everybody's immediately fascinated by her yeah so it's like kind of established within this that she is so beautiful that mm -hmm. every guy in school instantly wants to date her but all the teenage boys these teenage boys don't act normal they act very very silly well a one of them is like presenting as gay yeah <laughs> like 
Dude, and this I, is a bad stereotype too, where like a, the only Asian male character yeah, is presented like as highly like effeminate. sexless, effeminate, like tie wearing yeah. to school. Like he wears like very foppish yeah. outfits. And it's like, very weird. And I but, did not care for but that. But he's not gay because he's really he's interested not, in Bella. He's not, but like he's presented as like yeah. an effeminate character in a way that is bizarre. And all the boys are presented as like just sort of sexless puppy dogs who are like, like they act like children. At her. Yeah. Like one like runs up and kisses the one her on black the cheek. character is almost, who doesn't have a name yeah. almost kills her. Yeah. Also, like kisses her on the cheek without asking yeah. in the first scene. One of them they're one all them, terrible. They all keep like shoving like worms or dirt in her face. They're the worst. And then one of them comes in. I think the, we're supposed to just take from this like teenage boys are the, awful, right? Which Wouldn't like, you like f- to date a hundred year old vampire? <laughs> like to be fair, teenage boys are awful, yes. but not in this way. Yeah, I know. I guess they couldn't have teenage boys being like, you know, I don't well, know. I guess so, inappropriate. But, like, I I feel like there were some times when I was like, these teenage boys are acting like teenage boys, but there were other moments They're when so I was weird. like, these teenage boys are like too clear about their affections in ways that teenage boys aren't. Are not. Like yeah. the thing that struck me as realistic is the part where Bella is over by her car and one of the boys throws a Twizzler at her from across the parking <laughs> lot and hits her in the hair. Yeah. And she turns around and she's like, I'm reading a book. Right. That scene, I That's was like, like teenage boy that flirtation. was my high school yeah. experience. <laughs> getting hit in the head with Twizzlers. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly. There was like a guy in middle school who threw pens at me constantly. Oh. And I just thought he hated me and yeah. I'm still pretty sure he did. But my mom was like, I think he likes you. I've never, I will never I know. I when moms make excuses for that. I will literally never know what Guys, the never truth make, was about this never guy. Never make excuses for that. Yeah, it was I bullshit. I hate that shit. But anyway, that like really yeah. took me back where I was like, yeah, teenage boys do randomly throw things at a yeah. girl. Yes. That was more real. But then like the part where like he comes in from the rain and like <laughs> he like and he shakes his wet like hat off on her he goes how you like in the rain girl i'm like what the fuck is happening no one has ever spoken like this or done this thing like i get that like teenage boys can sometimes like bug the girls so, they like but like yeah that was really funny so like in uh, every in i don't every deserve term, the internet that oh was a great God, line <laughs> All these boys are horrible and yeah. we're supposed to like think they're really corny and not refined and yeah. not like but not educated and intellectual. Way. Like again, Edward. this hundred year old vampire um, who listens to Debussy and can play the piano and like, like all of those things are, yeah. we're supposed to think they're romantic because he's fucking old. He's, old it's like hell. dating an old man. Oh God. Can you imagine? Um, anyway, so on like the first day she sees the Collins. Yes. are at the school and, and they're she's instantly transfixed by their them. cover is that they're just a giant foster family who all like does each other yeah like all the kids date each all other all the kids date and like and i love how none of the vampires look young enough to be in high school no. that's like a huge Emmett looks like a 35 year old all of them look he's like, like jack yeah it's, it's, so that's also and insane even like robert pattinson i'm pretty sure they are yeah. the right age when they're in this movie but they're all wearing so much makeup yeah that I'm it's like, hard to tell you all look 25 and he's got the goofy hair yeah, going yeah got, yeah um it's just funny to me. It is funny. So she's like, the Collins of this mysterious family and Edward is super, super hot. He doesn't have a parent. He's the only one who doesn't within a foster have family. a girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Foster girlfriend. Yeah. Um, and, and Bella's instantly like very curious about him. Yeah. And I mean, I think everybody knows this part of the story, so I don't know how much detail we have to do here, but like it starts out with- They have a with, science lab together. Oh my God, yeah. And it's- but the whole So st- Edward has one, his vampire superpower is mind reading. Yeah. And he can't read Bella's mind, but we don't we know any of this yet. 
yet. Um, but, but in she, the books, it's all explained, really, oh, okay. like in so much detail. Is like, but she smells really, really she good. She smells Her really blood good. Is and, like super special. So she has like multiple. This is where the multiple superpowers yeah, start to play. It's in. a little Mary Sueish. Oh yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> um, but when she walks She's into the. Bi- biology lab the, the fan. fan goes behind her and so her i guess her scent goes everywhere and edward's supposed to convey that he's like he lusts for her blood like but he's instead smelling he looks it. like he's gonna throw he up. looks disgusted <laughs> he like covers his nose and looks like he's gonna vomit I, like, everywhere i genuinely love these scenes it was it frustrated me because i'm like you could make this like teen romance shit you know yeah but in the book he's he acts like he hates her oh he was i feel like in the movies he's really inconsistent yeah like at one point he'd be like kind of like suave apathetic like Mm -hmm. guy and then he'd be way too interested in the details of her life and then he'd get mad at her and then he'd cycle through that again i was i was like what is happening what's funny about that to me is that all of that is in the book too like edward has like the weirdest personality (laughs) ever and like just sometimes he like really cares about the details of Bella's life. Like yeah. they have like a personal joke about how she has to brush her teeth and he doesn't. And like, there's so much stupid <laughs> you know, shit in the book. Really funny jokes. Yeah. I mean, they make one reference to it in the movies. She calls it a human minute where she has to like go do something that only humans need to do. Uh, like take a shit, but they don't call it that. No, I'm just kidding. That's not in the books at all. <laughs> but she's like, Oh, you know, I have to shower and I have to like brush my teeth yeah. and stuff. But vampires don't need to do any of those. Yeah. Things. He doesn't need to sleep. Yeah. He, all this shit is like yeah. crazy. So so anyway, um Well she eventually finds out something's up with Edward when he saves her in the parking lot when a right. car almost crashes. So into he her. before that, he just acts like an asshole. Yeah. And she doesn't like him. At but this she's point. obsessed with him. Kind of, yeah. Because she's he's like, really what's your problem? Hot. What's your issue? And he's like, Oh, can I do a Maryland fact check? Sure. This is the really important. <laughs> Guys, in the biolab scene. Um, Edward, so he like lusts after blood and stuff like that, and he's really like overwhelmed and concerned. So right after class, he runs to the principal's office, <laughs> and he's like, and he's talking to the receptionist. He's like, I got it. You're sure every other class is full? And she's like, Yes, I'm sorry, all the other science classes are full. <laughs> There's nothing school. we can do. It's not a college. Like, Ain't that fucking right. change classes? But guys, it's established. Thank you. When Bella starts in school, it is in the middle of the semester. It is March. Okay, you can't. You, even if it is college, you can't just change your science lab halfway through the semester. So I don't know what the fuck Edward was thinking. I don't know. Why Asshole. was that receptionist even entertaining his his little whims? I don't know, because he's bullshit. really hot. And he's that, got, like, vampire psychic powers that's and true. stuff. So. Other than that, this whole movie was, like, incredibly accurate. But that's that was true. the one... That was the one thing yeah. that I was like... Yeah, what's it's up bullshit. with this? Yeah, um, but yeah, this technically the secretary does say no to him though. She's I mean, like, yeah, you but can't she was it. like, it's it's all full. Well, no shit, it's all full. It's halfway through the semester. Yeah, I know. Also, Rose, like, Rose. he would fucking fail. But he's he's matriculated so many times that he could probably pass any class. Yeah, he's super smart. I mean, he knew like the science stuff. Yeah, in the books, he knows everything. And it's, well, it's like because he's taken high school a thousand why would fucking you, times. If, even if I looked like a little young, I would. You could not pay me enough to go back to high school. I know this is such around. a ridiculous premise. Like, Can you imagine? No, it's terrible. Maybe he wants to find a wife. I mean, a teenage I, wife. That's kind of implied too. Is that's like, gross. That's gross as hell. He's gonna he's like meet 100. somebody and then you know turn her into eternal vampire. Go join a club. Join a gardening club. 
I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of problems with the fantasy, Joint but I mean, tender. again, this is like kind of why it's a fantasy, right? Yeah, yeah, it's because right, it's right, like right. this guy's been around for a hundred years and he's, he's been met waiting a lot for you, Bella. Of 16 year old girls before. Yeah, but, but none of them have been like really you. You're really special. And he even says shit like that. It's like, I've been waiting for you all my life. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. So, you like, have... do we want to like get to the, the supposed romance? I mean, this is where I start to have problems with the movie. I think the movie's actually pretty fun when it's setting up. It like, really frustrated me with their whole like, like, it was like, no one has consistent characterization no here. i know and they that don't in the books either which is tough the yeah. books are a so i guess it's short. like they didn't have much to do with the source material they don't um but they, they really Sager. just adapted the source material and and that's that's part of why when i was watching this movie i was like they really did the best they could with what they had here right. because like there's so little to work with like the things about this movie that don't make sense didn't make sense in the books mm, so what are you Stephanie. supposed to do um, after Edward saves her, he like gaslights her, yep. which I found uncomfortable. I thought, I hate that. I yeah, he's that. like, because she, she's like, uh, you ran across she's... the parking lot and stopped a car with your hand. He's and like, he what like, no, are you talking about? That's I was an, standing I was, right next to you. Yeah, I think you're confused. That makes me real uncomfortable because that's abusive behavior. Don't, yep. guys, don't allow that. Did you like it when he started stalking her? Was that behavior that you thought was cool? That I'm into. Yeah, I thought it was fine. <laughs> When he started showing up in her bedroom, which oh was like gosh. around that same time period. It's such period. a funny scene, too, because it's supposed to be either creepy or romantic, and it just ends up being hysterically funny. Because he's not like reclining in the. He's not being like a seductive, chill vampire watching no, you he's sleep. He's just standing. He's like in the literally corner. just standing, like looking uncomfortable and kind of hunched. I. Okay. <laughs> I had. I mean, I have a lot of questions about this movie, but one of them was like, what genre are we in? Because sometimes it's a horror movie. Right. And that's a horror movie. Because there are thing. cutaway scenes where we see the bad vampires who've yes. come to town killing people yes and, and we don't yet scary. know who they are yeah for some of those or if they're like so, edward's friends yes, or anything exactly. so that's kind of scary so so let's imagine that you knew nothing about this movie going in somehow you might think to yourself oh is is this going to result in like bella getting eaten or or having to fight off vampires at some point like yeah. where's this going to go for her yeah is this edward guy actually good oh you fucking know that though at yeah. no point do you really think that he's no. dangerous, do you? It, it, and like, I mean, he's well, dangerous the in the that sense like, that he's an asshole, but like right. the things that he does that are dangerous are like being a shitty boyfriend, like yeah. stalking his partner yeah. and like being shitty to her. Right. Yeah. Like, like it's not because he's a vampire that he's dangerous. No, he's just like a dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, Who like doesn't respect her boundaries. Yeah. And like, but in a weird, like thinks it's cool to spy on her. And that's before they're dating. Like, yeah. Way before. Well, I think the fantasy element is like Bella's into it. Yeah. And I think we see that kind of like at the end, there's bad vampire guy mm-hmm. who wants to hunt and kill Bella. And it's all sexualized. It's very sexualized. It's, um, it's framed. I mean, all the vampire stuff is framed as sexy or as being like a sexual thing which is classic vampire story stuff right the experience of being bitten is often like presented as orgasmic almost and like all those scenes at the end like we're really skipping ahead here but like where Mm. bella's like writhing on the ground yeah in pain she gets a vampire bite but like a lot of that stuff i was like this is like weirdly sexual it is well and it's and i think it draws a a line between like this is non-consensual vampire fuckery whereas before this was like consensual vampire fuckery right 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 right. because bella was like i mean it's not i'm not saying it's like good but like it no 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 no. i just think (laughs) i just think like the vampire as sex thing is just it's a classic vampire trope and And it's something that this movie does and i think within the universe of the story we're supposed to understand edward's creepy vampire stuff is good Bella's into it mm-hmm. as much as I disagree with yeah. with like the whole and like, there's no way he could know so that's like this is like the thing that you talk to your daughter about yes, in the future this, is this by is being part of the like, conversation. listen like your future boyfriend isn't gonna have superpowers and yeah. he's not gonna 
you're gonna have to actually talk to him about your right. boundaries. If he He's... yells at you and shoves you in a car. Oh my god. Which like uh, uh, so so we we got to backtrack a little because yeah. we didn't talk about Jacob at all. Jacob's like not in this movie much though. He's really not. He's I mean he he pops up and he's like hey remember me we used to be friends as kids and he actually seems like friendly well adjusted dude. Yeah this is what's tough about it because like I think I mean when the books were first coming out I, there were a lot of people who were like why doesn't Bella date Jacob right. Like, there were team Edward team Jacob. Oh my God. Was like yeah. A huge thing. Yeah. And like, I, I think that Tore if the you country apart. actually read all the books and I haven't seen all the movies, so I don't know to what extent this is there, but like Jacob is just as, Oh yeah. Sort of overprotective to the point of inappropriateness with Bella yeah. as Edward is. Yes. And they do start to set that up. And even in this movie, yeah. especially at the end yeah. where he jokingly is like, my family is going to be watching you, Bella. But then like when Edward runs into him, he narrows his eyes and you can tell that like, <laughs> like growls he really is going to be watching her. Yeah. And he kind of is like, I don't think you should date this guy. And like, yeah. it's like, but it, I feel like in a weird, like Jacob's okay by me in this movie because I mean, he's fine in this movie, but it's setting up the fact yeah. that he's going to start to be like, Hey, yeah, like shitty. you should date me yeah. and not have a choice in who you're dating. Right. Because when he does that, like, we'll be like, he's like, my dad paid me yeah, 20 yeah, bucks yeah. to it come It starts out this. with like you being sympathetic to him. Right. But then when Edward comes out and Jacob looks really pissed off, it's like, why are you mad? dude? Yeah. Like what? Like what's your problem? I think we're supposed to be like, Oh, it's the cold one versus the right, which and, yeah so yeah. like there's so I don't some think, fucking yeah. racist shit in oh this my, movie it's, it's i mean with uh, the fact yeah. that the native american characters are all also werewolves, werewolves. Oh, the boys mostly only only the boys yeah there's one girl that's a werewolf girl but this that we is meet all later, later. Yeah. and like but it's set up in this movie and jacob isn't a werewolf yet He's not, yeah. but I think he knows. Because once you hit like werewolf puberty, that's yeah, when yeah, you yeah. Werewolf. You hit werewolf puberty, so it's like a puberty, and then thing. you, as long as you continue to regularly turn into a werewolf, you never age. That's part of it. What? I don't think they explain that in the that's movies, bullshit. but it's in the that's books. That's not a werewolf well, thing. It's so that everybody can just live forever and, and be, like, hot. be really hot forever. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. So like, Jacob doesn't have his werewolf powers yet, but his family. Um, He's the one who kind of clues Bella into the fact that something's up with Edward. Well, yes. she's like curious. But Jacob's like... And he's kind of curious, too. They're both yeah. in a similar position Because he doesn't have all the information yet. He yeah. doesn't really find out until later movies that his family's actually werewolves. Yeah. But he's like, there's this he's legend. He's like, here's a legend. Yeah. And, like, my family's werewolves. And, like, it's, it's just a legend. And, like... And there are great enemies Long ago, they met these... Cold ones. These cold AKA ones. A.K.A. the Colons, if you haven't caught on. <laughs> A.K.A. the vampires. Vampire family, yeah. yeah. And so, like, they Vamp show this fam. flashback of, like shitty costumes yeah. of like col colonial settlers yeah like those <laughs> costumes were terrible i couldn't re i was like what's the date of these <laughs> i was, I was like, like what timeline are we in because there's native americans like, like for some reason that really took me out of it that i was like why it was like me in the changing classes <laughs> halfway this semester thing i feel yeah, I gotta you make, i totally feel you i gotta you. like make a separate theme song for this i'm not for gonna your own maddie fact no because i don't know enough about like this but oh I do yeah know no i'm these, totally in the dark these about. past vampires were wearing wrong historical garb. I don't really know wrong. anything, but it was like ridiculous. Yeah. And like the Native Americans 
I guess was fine. I think they invented all of that stuff anyway because they're wearing like wolf masks and stuff. Right. So I don't I don't think it's based on anything, which is no. unfortunate because I it just adds like an air of mysticism to I it know, by which saying is it's shitty it's because gross. it's like a, it's like taking existing legends and like watering it down so it fits into your vampire and being fuck like fest. okay, so now they're werewolves because I said so. <laughs> right. It's not yeah. cool, Stephanie Meyer. It's not cool that you I, did like that. Like it's I, I, many it, other people have criticized yeah, that. Yeah. People can look and probably up. much better than we are. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. We're just like it's bad. It's it's not great though and and it's anyway so we can talk about the metaphor thing about vampires and and it totally holds up here because i think jacob and his family are presented as like not wealthy necessarily that's true he lives on the reservation he doesn't go to school with the white kids right and like he establishes all that stuff and so that's i thought pretty cool i was like this yeah, is neat. there's like, a class narrative there that like you know bella knows this guy and yeah. like they're friends also, and his dad's disabled and that's in the book and like it's oh, yeah. treated as normal at least by story standards like yeah. it doesn't stand out here like all those things are like kind of interesting it like yeah. adds other elements to everyone's characters that like these people know each other. How do they meet? How? Do, what's their right, story? Right. You never find any of that out because nope. apparently it's not interesting. Not that as Bella's interesting as dad yeah. happens to be friends with Jacob's dad. Yeah. How did they meet? Like, what's Bell's their deal? The also, Bell, I mean, Bella, I think is we're supposed to understand as being a like working class. I think so because yeah. she's got like the beat up truck. Um, yeah, and, like, like kids talk about it when she pulls in. Her mom is like in. a hippie, but she's dating like a minor league baseball player, right. which is like very. So I think I mean Edward represents like yeah opulence. Oh and, yeah, and, and I think material that's security and stuff. really evident. And yeah. like and like in the his original, like bomb ass mansion house. The original um, sort of vampire legends, as mm-hmm. it were, were like sort of about fear of the aristocracy, and like that's why. Uh, all the tools to kill vampires are things that poor people can get like wooden Ah. crosses and garlic and all the tools that you need to kill werewolves are things that rich people have like silver bullets that's like a legit thing that's why werewolves are the basest instincts of man they're like animalistic and horrifying right and like you know vampires are like seductive classy and, and like yeah. oh it's it's they sexual follow rules and, and stuff they're going to um prey upon women and mm-hmm. like you know take advantage of of poor women and then yeah. just leave them for dead or whatever which i'm sure aristocrats used to do and Man. still do yeah. so like these these things are rooted in real fears that's interesting yeah um well, I mean, and yeah. they're reflected again here whether stephanie meyer realizes that she's aware no. of perpetuating nope. these things or yeah. not but these are like well her whole thing was like i had a dream yeah. about dating she a vampire a boy or something the scene where bella and edward are lying in the field together Ugh, god what talking. a boring dream really boring boresville snoozeville they so after, after and the, that gets at the biggest problem i have with this romance which is that these characters never talk to each other no and we were talking about this we see montages where like the camera zooms out and goes around them and stuff and they're talking but it's we don't to hear us. what they we say. don't hear it. so it's like it's implied that they're like really connecting and getting closer and stuff yes. like that but it's like a shortcut we're like uh i like okay yeah you miss it's basically all the fun of like romantic comedies or romances even like romantic dramas or whatever yeah like the part that you like is when like people are fun like those things are they just like fast forward through that entirely by staring by staring and just (laughs) 
like sexy stuff. Yeah. Like, like there's some scenes where there's the scene where Edward tries to kiss Bella and she wants to go further and he has mm. to like tear himself away. It's like kind of sexy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's, there's that kind of Because it was all about the whole element of like this dude wants to like ravish you. But and, he's, but he's, he's going to hold it. back. Yeah. 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 So that's and like, there's the scenes where she's like riding on his back through the forest and he uses those his are super so silly. So oh my God. Like we have tons of scenes where we see them together. Yeah. And he plays the song for her and in the book it's established that he wrote her that song and i'm like you weren't even dating her yet you fucking you weirdo, weirdo. um <laughs> and in the her song and she loves and in it. the riff tracks version they make up lyrics to the song it's oh like i want to eat your flesh <laughs> like it's really it's good oh, and so i was like he, i was remembering some of them listening so it was all very goofy for me yeah um but it's, I mean, in like teen girl land, it's like this guy. Yeah, like he wrote me a song. Wrote you. I mean, that's like. He has super speed. <laughs> I mean, these are classic things. Right. Oh, it's so funny. Well, I'm like, and he's, I, I, were we supposed, the whole reveal scene where he's like, I'm a vampire and like freaks out at her and stuff like that. Is that like you could outrun me? <laughs> is that supposed to be silly as fuck? Because it is. I, I actually don't think it is, but it's so funny. It's really, really funny. It, the part like, where God he says, bless Robert and this Pattinson. this is the line that is mocked around the world uh-huh. is the skin of a killer Bella <laughs> so the, and it's one. they have the sound effect it is genuinely so funny it's that really... I'm like did they know that this was so <laughs> funny I mean the actors had to have known I think they must have yeah, known yeah they had to have we really need to get Robert Pattinson on here we gotta get well the fast we gotta get Rob on the show the fa- I, he might do it because he doesn't like, give a fuck he doesn't give a fuck and he like has dinner with Twilight fans and shit for real I didn't know that he's like a weirdo he seems like a total weirdo but in like an interesting way yeah, I, no, just, I, I like i mean weirdo is a compliment like okay, yeah cool. he like seems like, like good hilariously weirdo. weird to me because yeah. uh, i know like the fun i the fun thing for me about like the last twilight movie or something when they were doing promotion for it both him and Kristen stewart like clearly stopped giving a fuck yeah. and started becoming a little more open with like the parts they saw is really really silly but in doing it like they tried their best but as some others like i remember an interview he was like yeah at one point um a bunch of vampires google vampire baby because they don't know what the vampire baby's gonna there's do there's like a pivotal googling scene in oh, this movie too like every twilight movie has a googling scene it's yeah. very supernatural what's funny <laughs> is like this happens in a lot of bad movies like or like supernatural. a character yeah like yeah. a character needs to like google but something but i was impressed they actually got google it wasn't like search it up it was like actual they paid to have google featured and like it's it was 2008 so it was like and the books came out before that so it was like still in that sort of middle time period where like the character also needed to go get a book in order to find out more information because it wasn't all available online right well it was like a secret native american bookstore yeah she had to like find a specific bookstore in order to find and And then and then we never see her reading the book no and we never see her with the book no and then rapists are waiting outside yeah that was Oh my god, this movie <laughs> is crazy. Guys, the attempted rape scene is so I and forgot it, that this happened. Well I brought because I brought it up to you and you're you like, did. What? I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, and they because, because it, it doesn't need to be there. Oh, it super doesn't. Um and so the, I forgot it happened. Also, the way it's conveyed, because this is a PG-13 movie ostensibly aimed towards like young girls, it's like a but like we as adults, we know the cues. Like She's walking down a dark alleyway. These two men block the exit, and so she has to walk around. And then the other men like go in a circle around her, and they're like, "Where are you they're going?" Like all of a sudden, there's like Where twelve guys, and they just are like bumping into her, like bumper cars. Um, <laughs> but like, and then like, what are you, what are you doing? Where are you going? Yeah, where are you going, beautiful? And like, but and 
we're supposed to get this is like an assault is about to happen. Yes. But like they can't really. But they then Edward swerves around the corner. Oh my god! I actually died laughing because this car fucking it's like a like it peels out in like the tur- books. It's he, like, like repeatedly it. established that all the vampires love driving. They all have sports cars. Oh gosh. And they're all Again, really like the, fast yeah, drivers. And, and also like impulsivity and like living dangerously. Yeah. They all like race really fast. <sighs> like that's repeatedly yeah. established. But, Again, for no reason. But I mean, to be fair though, if I were like a vampire that couldn't die unless you tore my head off and set me on fire, I'd probably race around yeah. really fast. But I mean, Who if you're driving a, a human passenger, why are you being such a weirdo? Yeah, because he drives up like and and gets out of the car and he's like, Bella, get in the car and like fucking throws her in. And then, and like, then he like looks. He, oh, does he growl? Yes. <laughs> I know he like looked and he all the guys were like, whoa. And just under his breath, he's like, oh. <laughs> You know what you want your boyfriend to do. Yeah, and then for some reason that freaks them out. But I, I mean, I, I think, think he has like vampire. Get, he has power. kind of supernatural. Yeah, things. that I Bella mean, is like kind of immune to. I think. Yeah, we're and there's to well, there's a lot of like sort of semi supernatural stuff that happens. Yeah. Like we're just meant to believe that um, there are certain magic is real according to this, and sure. like. I think Bella's allure is also supposed to be kind of supernatural. Yeah, I mean, there's some, um, be, even within the books, like it's sort of established right. that, like, even by normal human standards, she's different. The fact that she's able to block his uh, mind well, reading, it becomes which she has. She's immune to even before she becomes a vampire. She's immune to all vampire yes, powers. She already has a magical power, even as a human. Yeah, so and she's like, already special. That magical power becomes significantly stronger once she becomes a vampire, and she right. starts being able to create force fields. Right. She can block. She can protect other people from vampire but in this, powers, which it's is like, kind of cool. She already essentially has a magical power that she yeah. just doesn't know about until she meets Edward. Right. Which I guess if vampires and werewolves can exist, yes, why exactly. can't like, random like why magical can't abilities? she just have a magical yeah. ability? And she does for no reason. So that's part of why Edward finds her so interesting is because he can't like yeah. read and her like, mind. Within the world of the show, I was kind of like, and it would be interesting if they spelled this out, but they fucking don't. Mm. But I was like, maybe that allure extends to other humans. Mm. Like perhaps... In addition to being as That's hot as Kristen Stewart teenage is, boys, yeah. um, and Bella, I think we're supposed to believe Bella really her hair, is hot. Like I it already said, this, her hair looks amazing in these movies. Guys. They make her look amazing. I don't lust after. Like usually, I'm like, oh, long hair looks pretty, but like I like having short in hair. These but her, movies, I'm like, I need this hair. It looks so good. It's amazing. Yeah, just especially get a wig. Honestly, I mean, there's no yeah. way it's all real. I think they put a bunch of extra. <laughs> what if stuff I just showed there? up next podcast going just a long blonde, just like a gorgeous, like <laughs> but like a beautiful. Yeah, I guess if you like go like high level with it i say go high level yeah anyway so i i was like I'll maybe she baby bella has a supernatural allure. yeah i mean there's so many missed opportunities this is like this the series. billionth time we've done a movie about a woman with a supernatural allure but anyway whatever yeah. she has one right i guess i mean this one but there's that's actually part of the like magic in it too. Yeah. yeah so there, there's it's there's magic in this world and right that was what, how i interpreted that i, I guess th- but i think you're right and i think i don't i haven't read the books but it seems like the way everyone like responds bella and answers like the bad guys want to hunt her yes. the good guys want to protect her it's like i mean it, that is like a oh like uh, like a feminine fantasy like i'm so pretty like protect me and yeah and that sort yeah of thing. exactly i'm so delicate yeah but also like no one can resist me right like right. everybody's like throwing themselves at me and like sometimes that's terrifying because some men are predatory but but Not this man Edward. will protect me. Yeah. Edward is also very dangerous, but is willing to hold back right. for me. Like it's Not vomiting, like but it's also like, guys. We, you know, yeah, we get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, vampire baseball. 
Oh yeah, they play Vamp. This is, okay, so by- this was the scene where I was like, "Oh, the movie's starting," because I remembered that from this point on, the rest of the plot actually yeah. happens. Well, and honestly, like once they this like, happens, like a minute and an hour and twenty minutes yeah. into the movie, yes, nothing. Essentially, nothing has happened. And honestly, like real talk, I was very frustrated. In the movie, like leading up to Pacing her wise, meeting the family, this movie's a disaster. Yeah. Just, yeah. But once she meets the vampire family and they start, like, hanging out, I was, like, engaged. I'm like, this is very silly, but it's, like, comforting and I'll watch it. The only thing I had trouble with there is that even after that scene, you have to, like, sit through another Edward carrying Bella through the forest (laughs) for, like, ten minutes music video. Oh, yeah, And they're, like, talking to each other in the tree, but you don't get to hear what they're saying. Right. And I was like, God, we never get to hear what they're talking about. They have a two-sentence exchange about Debussy, and I was like, is this, are we supposed to believe they have anything in common based on this? She sees that he's listening to classical music. Also, I watched that. That scene, like, and you can edit that to make it very silly. Because <laughs> I was like, I was like, if, really? if somebody hasn't done it already, somebody should. Because she goes right over to Starker Play and she's like, "Let's see what you're listening to." And then she plays it, and then they both like stop and listen to it for and a little it's bit. Like, and she, y'all ready for this? <laughs> you can do something, guys. Somebody out there needs to do something very silly I'm with that one scene, that right? Well, I think like not enough like assholes have watched it. Except I was like the first, yeah, maybe that you were like, yeah, you wanted to. Do you could edit that scene. To very but silly. it's clear to Loon. It's just fucking straightforward. Yeah. And the like slow dance. She's like, I can't dance because she's supposed to be like clumsy. But he's that she recognizes Claire de Lune. Yeah. I that scene. It's like the only time they actually talk to each other about something that they have in common. That's yeah. literally the only scene where that happens. No, they. I mean, it's all those other times when we can't hear them talking. I just. I'm, I like keep harping on that, but like, there's literally no dynamic that a, no. a 17 year old girl could have with a, a right. guy from another century yeah there's no he's like oh you can vote yeah like (laughs) i guess i hope he's progressive right we don't even we're supposed to believe well there's all this emphasis especially in later movies he's like a gentleman and he like knows how to treat women right which is so disgusting um and we don't we don't don't see them talking ever so we have no idea what his politics are we don't know what bella's politics are no i don't think she has any as far as we know now blank slate bella like she well and i mean bella's like you could argue bella is is deliberately a as blank slate because you're supposed to issues is like a self-insertion fantasy you're supposed yeah, yeah, to yeah. you're supposed to insert yourself into the character of bella and be romanced by edward yeah because whole, it's she's just a beautiful cardboard cutout I right mean, that's all intentional and yeah I, I don't think anybody i mean that's not a new argument like everybody yeah. knows that's the purpose that bella serves as part of why she makes no actual choices but it means she's like a video game character <laughs> she's just like standing there she reacts things happen and yeah. she's like now i'm gonna go to the next scene right you know well, and it, I mean, it makes just like the romance parts really boring. It does. Um, it, when you're an adult. Because like. Oh, God. Yeah. Because the whole like, like romance and flirtation and, and attraction is really interesting. It's real like people kind of navigating like meeting each other and expressing affection for one another. Yeah, like all yeah, that yeah. stuff is like awkward and interesting and fun and shit like that. Yeah, totally. Um, I just realized I was trying to talk about vampire baseball and we fell down <laughs> a rabbit hole. That's, that my that's what I mean. It's like, it's like vampire baseball. It's exactly Love like that. It's like vampire baseball. I was just like, how did I get back to complaining Guys, about they, Edward again? Yeah, I'm so sorry. sorry. They play vampire baseball. They do. But I they like, have to wait. I want to say I liked this scene. Yeah, I was This right was the it. part of the movie where I was like, oh, They're, the movie's going to get fun now. Yeah. I don't know that it does, but no. I love this scene. They just, they dove in on this scene. And I like, this, like, this scene's fun in the book, but it's actually more fun to watch because right. it's so silly. And the actors are like, it, like they're into it. I you know, it. they like commit, the whole vampire family's like, we're going to be vampire it's, it's like a fun, like X-Men kind of a moment yeah. where you're like watching characters who With have superpowers, superpowers play. like playing a game together. Yeah. It's like those, it's like a training montage 
steam, but it's like, okay, so how would vampires blow off steam? They have infinite time. Wouldn't it be funny if they played sports, but they're so incredibly good at, at physical activity they have that to when wait they for the throw a, a baseball, it sounds like thunder. Yeah. When they, when they hit a baseball yeah. with a bat, it sounds like a thunderclap, so they have to wait until a thunderstorm to play. That's cute. It yeah. is cute, and it's also like they're throwing the ball. It goes like so fast and so far, and then you watch Edward like running really fast after. It's like the Flash or whatever. Like yeah. it's fun to watch those kinds yeah. of effects. It's a cute little thing. I yeah. like enjoyed the whole scene. Yeah, and I was like, this this scene has and there was sense like little cute. Fun. Yeah, there's cute character dynamics. Like the angry sister got pissed yes. at Bella because she was called out. Yeah, and then like she was Bella's like Bella's the umpire. It like establishes a dynamic with all the different characters yeah. that I liked. Like, these are the things about the movie that I thought were good. Right. There are some More of this, things. less staring. Yeah, but gosh, yeah. there's so little that actually happens in this movie. And I know. This is Which a is scene... a huge issue with Twilight in I general. Know. I know, because it's like, what are you going to do? Invent something? Yeah. Nothing happens in the book. I would, I would totally... If somebody was like, you need to direct Twilight 3 or whatever, I would just Fucking go off the, the deep yeah. end? I'd be like, listen, you buckle up. <laughs> You wouldn't be able to get away with it, though, because <laughs> well, this is why I'm not Stephanie a... Meyer would be there being like, that's not what happens in my yeah. book. I'd be like, Stephanie, step you'll off. get your little salad cameo, which she gets. Which she, she gets, gets a cameo this? where she'd stop. You'll get your fucking okay, cameo. Okay, I'd like to have to like, circle back yet again, <laughs> but I also thought it was crazy that everyone in the diner was falling all over Bella. Like, yeah. the woman who runs the diner and also the guy who played Santa Claus were, like, obsessed crack with Santa. her. What was it? Butt they crack? were like, do you remember me? And I'm buttcrack Santa. I'm like, that sounds inappropriate. <laughs> it was. Yeah. I was like, is this older man hitting on her? I yeah. like, but it was also like, why is everyone so fucking into this girl? Yeah. It was well, like, it she's the like chosen a, one. Right. Like, it wasn't like a sexy way. the gem. Like, I was like, It wasn't that? just like, we love Bella. <laughs> Bella is here. Everyone freaked the fuck out. It was like, kind of like on that level. Yeah. Though, where and I mean, it almost exhausts you throughout the movie. You're like, Jesus. Yeah. There's yeah. no character. It's other than that, Rosalie, who's like, why do we care about this? Maybe that's I why think that's I like Rosalie. I'm like, like, at least her? you show some Because some difference. Rosalie's Edward's sister and she's the only character who's like, why are we bothering with yeah. this? Yeah, why am I risking our safety for this fucking idiot? To take care of this idiot. human. Yeah. And then, and then Dr. Cullen is like, well, Edward's never had a crush on anybody before, so we need to be supportive. <laughs> it, he's, it's kind of sad. We're sick of it. And so we got it. And like, honestly, we were worried he'd never find right. anybody. But like, he's finally taken home a girl. <laughs> we're going to go with it. It's 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 weird. Uh huh. She's um, a human. Yeah, but she's it's a all right. human. I it's I mean we're shown so like the dad the foster dad he's the one who like converted all the vamps who is that actor he looks so Peter Fortunately, Fa- I feel like he's probably in something, something else like that. I've seen, I don't know why I, I know, know his name off the everybody head. looks creepy but they're supposed yeah. to they're vampires they, they, put, they load on the pale the makeup. foundation yeah. everybody's a clown and they make it more context and so I think that's part of the reason why half the movie like um, Robert Pattinson is kind of like wincing because I think <laughs> it, I, his I, face I, is heavy no he no the context. Oh, I see. <laughs> I recall reading an interview. It was like it was. They hurt. Like they're painful because they're like colored contact. Yeah. So those hurt. I well, think. he needs to look like he's in pain for the entire. That's movie, true. So, so maybe that was part of it. Um. But so like the whole narrative is that this dad like. He, I mean, he's not literally their dad. Like he, he um, converts them. They're vampire them. dad. They're vamp dad. They're yeah. He converts the patriarch them. Patriarch of but the like, family. Why would he? Why would he do uh, that? Do it to Edward? Like I get why he was Edward do it to his was wife. dying and he wanted to save Edward's but life. But he's so he's essentially a doctor. I imagine he's seen lots of people die. Yeah, I know. So I wondered this is about that to be too. The Spanish flu. 
Mm-hmm. Why was I'm like, are they lovers? Because <laughs> the whole like like scene, he was like licking his neck and stuff. I don't think it's like super I, well I know explained not, in the book either. They're not canon lovers, no, but it was not. very lover esque. It is, and it's, why why Edward? They don't really explain that. He was just like, I was dying. I'm like, well, know. people do die. Yeah, I'm sure he, this guy is supposedly a doctor. I'm sure he sees a lot of people die. Why Edward? That's never explained. I I don't think it's explained in the book, or if it is, I don't remember it, which isn't a good sign. I it's probably not. <laughs> I yeah. feel like it's probably not explained. And Maybe it's they're like friends. I don't know. Why would like doesn't doesn't Doctor Cullen think it's kind of unethical to turn people into right, vampires? Because and like that is something that's sort of approached at the end of the movie. Because Edward the big talks about that. Twist at the end is so Bella gets kidnapped by this yeah. bad vampire who shows up at the baseball game. With <laughs> his bros. None of this is even important. But the plot finally <laughs> starts because a bad guy shows up and he's like, "This alluring human has the most alluring scent ever." And well, and he sees Edward being protective of her, yes. and he's like, "This is the best hunt ever." And so it becomes a very sexually charged. Right. like rapist thing where yeah. it's like he's like I have to capture this human and eat her right. it's like very sexual right um so he tricks Bella into leaving the vampires behind and yeah. going to this studio ballet studio and, where she used to do ballet as a child and like pretends that her mother is there and but she's, she's not, not really there yeah. and blah 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 so that's oh. why Bella's like I'm willing to risk my life for my mama yeah and like she's really mean to her dad none of that oh my god sense. and that scene was like a sincerely lot of upsetting stuff, a lot of this movie I was like this does not make sense and no. it like bothered me yeah which I guess would have bothered me the first time i saw this movie too yeah. but like uh, that scene was just genuinely upsetting like these are serious plot she problems was so, mean to her dad, so like she has to escape her home in order to hide out somewhere to get yeah. away from this vampire guy so she has to like lie to her dad and be like i have to leave for a few days which right. would, no dad would ever let their daughter do that right so she has to lie to him so she pre- and, and she makes- pretends she's in a fight with edward She's like, I never want to see you doesn't again. Make doesn't make sense. Either. Slams the door on him and is like, I can't stand him anymore. I'm breaking up with him. And then starts packing and saying she needs to get out of town. And, move and back saying she's going to move with her mom again. And then I guess because she wants to make sure her dad doesn't follow, follow her. her. Yeah. She is says a bunch mean. of shitty stuff to her dad and is like, I don't want to get stuck here like mom did. Yeah. And like, oh, what am I going to do? Sit which around is, and watch baseball with you yeah, and go to the stupid like diner up because her dad is like a saint for the entire he's movie. He's like a really nice. He's just trying to like connect with her. He's awkward, but like he I thought, means I feel well. Like he's like he the gives greatest. her a car. I, I was like, really, he's like a great dad. And, I, well, and, the, and the actor does a good job. And so you actually feel really sad yeah, to see because he looks really devastated. It's tough. And I feel like in the book it's a little different because it's sort Still of established that both of Bella's parents are I would say Absent. negligent yeah like to a point Which, where it's a significant flaw and then it kind of explains her behavior where she's right. like she needs a father figure in ew, Edward which ew, is fucked up but yeah. like I think in the books it kind of makes a sad amount of sense where it's like oh she she sees this sort of perfect family in the Cullens and gravitates towards it because things aren't stable at home and her dad she has like no relationship with him in, in yeah. the books and there's like no connection but there. it's not but in the, in the movie, movie he's like nice and he takes her yeah. out to dinner and, and like stuff. the fact that they are supposed supposedly don't have a connection doesn't really make sense in the movies because the actors seem to have a pretty good chemistry yeah so it like doesn't like really the dad work. seems awkward yeah and like doesn't really know how to convey he cares about Bella but like clearly does yeah so it's weird none of it makes sense anyway she's at the ballet studio she's kidnapped by the guy 
Yeah. And the guy, he's filming her to show to Edward. This is so fucked up. And so it's like, he's like getting up in her space and it's clearly like. it's like good movie stuff to do. Right. This is like good pacing stuff. It's clearly like a non-consensual like violation of of Bella's like body. And it feels very like snuff film-esque. It's like he's making this movie for Edward of how he's going to kill her. Right. He breaks her leg on camera. Yes. And she's screaming. He's like slowly torturing her before he kills her. It's pretty heavy shit for like PG-13. Yeah. And, and like, again, I said earlier, I feel like this scene is framed as like kind of a rape scene. It's not literally a rape, but it's, no. it's shot as though Bella's being like almost sexually compromised. Well, especially the bite. Like yes. him, like he, like grabbing her arm and, and biting her. Like yeah. we understand that doing this turns her into a vampire. So yes. she's being like non-consensually but turned into like a vampire. But he's like very turned on by everything he's doing. The, yeah. the predator vampire guy is like into everything he's doing to her. Right. And, and she's like scared and doesn't want this yes, to happen. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. So it's like, that's it's supposed to be the difference between like Edward eventually Who cares about her choices right supposedly right and blah 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 and so the big thing is like Edward now he arrives with his family it's not explained how they find out where she is <laughs> yeah whatever. they magically find her I think like he just knew I don't know uh, he maybe he reads the bad guy's mind mm, yeah well and, also she tells Alice none of this matters it's yeah, not explained it and it doesn't dumb. matter Edward saves the day yeah they kill the bad guy well Ed, the way Edward has to save the day he has to his I don't know why doctor guy couldn't do it but he's like Edward you have to <laughs> listen you it have to go no suck the no, bad no. vampire venom out of Bella because if he doesn't she'll turn into a vampire right but then you have to stop yeah, after you get the venom out, you have to stop sucking your blood, even though it's like the most delicious, amazing blood in the world. You have to prevent yourself. So obviously it's like sexual. Yeah. Like you it's have like, to hold back. You just have to put the tip in for like a second. <laughs> and then <laughs> it's like what this fucking scene is. It's yeah. so weird. It is really also like his dad coaching him through it. It's basically like, uh, one thing so I thought was cool about the scene is like in the background they're killing the guy like Alice or whatever her name well, is like cool kills is, the dude well I was like oh it's kind of sucks that like just the brothers are the one because they're like but then they're like Alice get over here yeah and Alice fucking climbs him in his body and rips his head off yeah the, I was the, like that's kind of cool I'll say this for the Twilight franchise the female vampires are really fucking strong yeah, like, yeah. it's and like part get, of it. I think they have the coolest powers too they do. personally they get really cool I powers. don't even remember what the other one's powers are me either I don't um, even think they all get powers they all do what's what's like Emmett and Rosalie's em- Emmett power. I think is like super strong okay um they like cover them in the it's last movie it's in the movie. books you're right I just don't remember or care but they don't <laughs> but then all of a sudden her, um Alice's boyfriend gets a southern accent in the last movie because he's supposed to be a confederate soldier or something what? it's so silly and it's like hey Bella like we've already heard him talk for four movies <laughs> Like, he didn't sound like this ever. That might be in the book, and I've repressed it. <laughs> but they go, like, uh, they go into their backstories a little bit and stuff like that. Anyway, that's in the, that's that in the is... last movie. I, just, I remember that. I'm suddenly having a really bad accent. Anyway. Um, but Edward, also, like, and then, so Edward's doing the thing where he's like, the venom, and then he's like, okay. The, the doctor dad's like, okay, the venom's out. Okay, ah, uh, son. Edward, son. You, need, you need to stop. Edward, stop. I mean, why don't you just smack him? You're right there. Just hit him in the head or say, like, cut this it out. This scene was crazy. He's like, no, Edward, please. Edward, stop uh, it. Um, Edward. None of this is in stop. here. We're improvising. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, and it fades away and you're like, oh, no, did oh, Bella die? Yeah. But of course she fucking no. didn't. She's and, in a hospital bed. And oh, then my God. The this scene is so scene, fucking problematic. The worst scene in the movie, mm. I would argue. <sighs> okay, guys. Guys. 
Your daughter has had a fight with her boyfriend. Last you've seen of her daughter is her freaking out and acting erratically. Yes. Her slamming the door on her boyfriend and yelling at him and saying, I never want to see you. Mm-hmm. And like packing up and, and, and me- leaving. And then shows up in the hospital because she fell down the stairs. Yeah, with a broken leg and a and a artery like thing because she had the mirror, a piece of the mirror, in and her, her wrist and is her wrist completely destroyed. Right, and and they buy the story that Edward and his dad went to go find her to make sure she was okay, which is crazy. And she just fell down the stairs. She fell down the stairs, and the parents guys. are like, "That sounds right." Well, and that then when right. Bella desperately is like, mom, I, I do want to stay in Forks and I want to be with Edward. Yeah. Her parents are like, okay, this is again why they I also, feel like they also her parents let- are just straight up negligent. Yeah. And, it, and the story makes more sense if you just take yeah. it that way, because there's no other explanation right. for their behavior throughout all they of this. They also let Edward hang out in the hospital room yeah. before Ella, Bella yes. wakes up and tells her side like, of the story. He's not next of kin. They're not married. Yeah, that's They've a problem. They've barely been dating. And he could be abusive. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Although her dad isn't there and her dad yeah. is, is at least established in this movie to Daddy's be suspicious, like, of, suspicious Edward. of Edward. But he then never he really gets likes over Edward. that really quick in the books. Uh, he's just kind of like... He doesn't get over in the movies. He's always like, I don't like that Edward. In the books, he's just kind of like, I guess if you're happy. Oh, okay. It's so weird. Yeah. All of it is weird because it's like child marriage. I mean, there's a it lot is. of fucking weird yeah. shit that the, her parents just go with. Yeah. And, and it, then they go to prom. Yeah. The end. They she go has to a prom. cast on... And so it's like, a spe- like she's already clumsy. So she's like, I can't dance. Did you like how, oh my God, Edward is an old man. Yeah. And like in this scene, they walk into prom. Yeah. And he's, and she's like, why did I have to go to prom? I'm yeah. like, I'm like different and don't want to go to prom. Right. That's my character. Right. And he's like, I just really want to make sure that you have all the experiences that Which you should have. Which is like a have. dad thing to and say. And it's like a it's weird gross. like grandpa thing yeah. to say. <laughs> I was like. Edward is like a weird Stop. old man and he is an old man yeah. according to like and reality. It's gross. it's gross. And she's like fine. Yeah. And like then they interact with her friends for I want to say 30 seconds. Yeah. And then he's like okay do you want to leave? And she's like yeah. And yeah. they do. And they I was like gaz- well, they go did to the they gazebo. really go all the way to the prom? <laughs> to go dance alone? For her to have a formative experience that Edward is making her have yeah. that apparently he was fine with lasting like 30 seconds? I guess. Also Jacob showing up for like two seconds in a, in a tie. Suit. Yeah, oh yeah, a tie. That Not was a full hilarious. Suit. Yeah, was he expecting to like? I think so. Sub in. I think so. Yeah. Christ. Um, Again, that's why I think that scene is a sign of things to come for Jacob because it's mm, like, why is he all dressed up? Was he kind of sort of fantasizing right. that maybe she'd be and like? And she makes a note like, why are you dressed up? Are yeah, you and he's like, no reason. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm just wearing a tie. Uh, do you like, I like it? I love the shot of him just emerging from the woods too. He's a wolf. Because I thought I thought he was already a werewolf because of that. No, it's just. But he's not. It's just like his symbols. aesthetic. Yeah, his aesthetic it's, is wild. Walking through the, the woods, woods in a tie. It's really like, silly. Hey, hey, Bella. Um, <laughs> also, like, side note: all the teenage girls that like Bella is supposed to be like cooler than or something are way more like engaging and nuanced. I know. Like Anna Kendrick, who actually went on to become like an established actress, and we all love. And her. this was like one of her first. Yeah, roles. this is before she was like she was in this and Scott Pilgrim like really yeah. early on, and then um, became super famous. After she those. has like just a few bit scenes and like 
she seems like I'm like, why aren't the dudes like it? Like she seems way more. We're interesting. supposed to believe that this, these like, two beautiful girls right. who Bella is friends with early on are supposedly not as interesting to all these teenage boys as Bella. Who Bella is? I mean, be- Bella like kind of is no one. Like Kristen's is pretty, but Bella's attitude is just like I don't like this. I don't care. I I don't. I want to. She. I'm the suffering silence type. That's what she says. I'm like okay like dudes aren't into that i don't think so unless you're like super emo i mean i actually feel like there's nothing she does that anyone would be into in no. this movie and, and so again that's the fantasy right right is that you don't have to do anything to be has loved. no personality yeah she doesn't say anything and right. like when her friends are like let's go surfing let's go do activities let's try on progresses she like goes around like she reluctantly does nothing and makes a face she the whole time sits there the whole time yeah and thinking, like when they go surfing and jacob shows up and like goes and sits next to her it's like why would he be interested in sitting yeah. next to her there's She's nothing so appealing about her yeah so why? that's the that's the you that's, have to believe she has supernatural powers yeah, there's no for it to make any sense yeah and that's the thing that's a shame for like teenage oh my goodness that's a, that's a shame for like teenage girls to see is like you don't have to be this like passive apathetic sad girl it's also like great you just have to be really beautiful and uh, yeah it's it's not great because it's unachievable no, like right. not, the average person looks nothing like Kristen stewart and no, that's fine and like has interests outside yeah, of men which is like good yeah and also like the way that you might meet a good life partner is through interest right like through mutual interest could you name a single interest that bella has no yeah debussy edward Mm. yeah edward and debussy's records yeah that's it yeah listening to them on loop yeah that's it that's it for her those are her interests fascinating woman she has no interests. yeah um, and then the movie ends with, well, because they killed the bad guy. The movie ends with his girl, his vampire girlfriend looking at them Victoria. out the window and being There's like, There's always like bad vampires. I'm going to fuck them up. It doesn't matter though. Yeah. That, that stuff is never important. Also, I think it's really funny that the outro music is Radiohead. It is funny. Because Radiohead is supposed to be like cool dudes listen to Radiohead. I thought this was interesting too, that like the entire end credits were like in black and white they and were, were like structured yeah we're like structured yeah. almost like an indie film where yeah. it was like almost not outtakes but like casual shots of like edward and bella hanging out yeah. it was very it was like 2008 like cool teen movie vibe yeah. and like i remember like the soundtracks which for all the really, twilight movies have consistently been really great like a lot of right. times they get like indie bands that are fantastic tom to, like, york did a song for the last movie yeah i don't know how they managed that money yeah that's probably i'm gonna it. guess money i or eternal vampire stuff i mean tom york does look like a vampire i'm just saying like they have ways. very pale rob rob pattinson gave him a little bite a little bite on the neck <laughs> i'd watch that movie chance in the sack Robert with pattinson <laughs> converts tom york to vampirism i watch it um so like i guess we gotta wrap it up what the oh, yeah. fuck is this movie I, yeah, I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't recommend it. I um, wouldn't either, but that's, I feel like I almost would recommend it in the sense that it's such an important piece of which is historical. crazy. <laughs> it's fucking crazy that that's the case, it's but a, it actually is true. Like, and this I, movie influenced was and a Harry Potter, cultural, influenced fan fiction communities, yeah. influenced. Oh, we're going to talk about fan fiction next time. We are, because the next movie we're going to do is Fifty Shades of Grey. Which, for people who don't know, is a fan fiction of, of twilight. twilight and like is directly influences influenced by twilight which i feel like they try to keep on the dl like the people everyone actually everyone knows yeah. though everyone right. knows that and like 
the fan fiction communities that sprung up around Twilight and like yeah, sort of the idea intense. of women writing these mm. stories that are about Which existed potentially Twilight. oh for sure yeah. but like I think Twilight sort of brought it into the public eye or at in least a different to a way. new generation yeah yeah um where it was like what if we have these romances that um do still involve some sort of classic romance stuff where the guy is more powerful the guy's pursuing you right there's all these sort of classic fantasy things but the new aspect is that um bella's sexuality is a big part of it and like i don't agree with the portrayal of it here mm-hmm. but like the fact that she's a sexual being being that's a core part of the story and i feel like that's why fan fiction writers especially women fan fiction writers yeah gravitated towards it because they were like i want to write stories about how i want to fuck edward <laughs> and like that's like canonically possible within this world yeah. i can like endlessly write a story about wanting to have sex and it's like approved of because that's basically like the original Harry text. Potter, which like Harry Potter, like obviously is a huge is fanfic ace, community, is, but there's no sex in those books. No, there's like implied like, but it's like sexual attraction, but it's like conservatively. Right. Written. It's like, it like it cuts away when they're making out mm-hmm. or something. And yeah. like, there were books that I read, like, like as fine. like a counter I mean, example of like a book that I read as a kid that I really liked. That's mm-hmm. that like is about teens falling in love was the Alana books by Tamara Pierce, which are like medieval fantasy shit. And like, there's some sex scenes in those, but it's definitely not as horny as Twilight. But like, <laughs> it's about magic. It's about like medieval yeah. fantasy. I remember reading some Tamara Pierce, I but I can't remember which ones I read. And it like, was a while ago. those books revolve a lot more around consent than Twilight they, does. It's good something does. Cause <laughs> this, like, yeah. But they didn't catch on. Like, Twilight was the book that really yeah, caught on. Yeah, you know. But I mean, I think that's because it's, it's, it exists within safe gender roles like yeah. it's not right it's it's already saying that it's okay for guys to make all the decisions in a relationship so it's like mm-hmm. a little unsafe but like not really I yeah mean, no i hear you well but edward is a lesbian though right edward's a total lesbian and i think <laughs> the evidence will show we're correct do you have evidence for this no. reading no i just i just like um yelling that okay I mean, I think it would be cool if the story were in you... any way different in terms of its portrayal of oh, gender. Yeah. Like, he... I feel like it's very by the books in terms of like, oh my goodness, men are uncontrollable yes. beasts, whether they're vampires or werewolves. Right. Whether they're cold or warm. Because Jacob's like figure... really warm. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Stupid. And like women have to figure out how to either con- control well, the whole thing is like the literally the most important or... moment in Bella's life wraps around the wedding yes. like her marrying Edward is her becoming a vampire and losing her virginity yeah. all of those things are the same thing which is it's all so the most important retrograde. coming of age yeah. possible thing right right or all those things but I mean it's kind of cool that at the same time she gets to be like a super being <laughs> you know she's not but like that stuff is later and it's yeah. also like I don't know. I mean, it, it kind of sh- plays into sort of the Mormon idea about yeah. like eternal life and like mm. living, yeah, Stephanie living Meyer, on the author a star is a Mormon. with your partner forever is like sort of afterlife. Yeah. And and like monogamy is the most important thing. when and, Family. And like only staying with one person eternally because they're going to yeah. be with you forever. Right. Like right. all that stuff. You're in, in the Mormon religion. You're not only married in like in life, life you're, you're married, married in, in the afterlife heaven. yeah so, so it's like, like an eternal commitment yeah 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 and like that's a huge part of these books and like even the werewolf stuff is still eternal yeah and it's um, the werewolf stuff later, is like but there is like, like a soul pairing God. We, and sometimes it's a, with a baby yeah and that's sometimes fine it turns out you have to marry you have to 80. fall in love with a baby <laughs> <laughs> people probably don't 
don't know what we're talking about. Guys, Jacob falls in love with a with Je- with Bella's baby. And everybody tries to say that it's not falling in love, but it is. Oh, it's totally. I mean, it's it's like child grooming. Yeah, is what the werewolves do. It's fine though. It's totally it's fine, guys. It's, it's so magic, okay, and the, it's like fun. So I will say, and you it's know, like <laughs> devotion, like. Oh my god, we're getting so off yeah. track. Yeah, in conclusion, <laughs> there there's a lot about these movies slash books that are problematic, but but they were like huge. They're a huge. They were a huge cultural phenomenon. Yeah, and I think it's valid to look at them and look at maybe the stuff that might evolve from them or might have already evolved from them. Like you're gonna have a whole generation of teenage girls who grew up on this shit. Oh yeah, and that's gonna influence cultural taste for like years to come. And so I think. And it's already influenced the spinoff that apparently captured the imaginations of housewives everywhere. Uh-huh. So, and I mean, I think Twilight did too. Like, I think there were a lot you had the of older women. Or whatever, which I find, like, I'm sorry. I kind of judge that. I I feel the opposite way where I'm, like, really sad for them. Either yeah. way, it's a negative emotion. Right. And, and I'm like, what? Like, yeah. I feel like your marriage is, something's wrong there. Yep. For you to be like, I want to just dive into this fantasy of this teenage vampire boy. Yeah. It, you know, it's, I like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm all for like, like, watch whatever porn you're into. Like, that's cool. Yeah. But like, I, I just feel bad for anybody who. Who finds that romantic and alluring and satisfying. Yeah. Like, what is, where. Or like anybody who like is in a loveless marriage more like, where yeah. I'm just like, oh, you're like really, you really need erotica in order to like continue this because this is, doing is it, it for you. you. Yeah. This is like the only thing you have. And so, and so Fifty Shades, I feel like is an extension oh, of that. Oh, for and, sure. And, and it's much more explicit than yeah. Twilight. I mean, From it's. what I hear. It's, but it, the characters are older. Yeah. And, and so on. I haven't, and Fifty Shades, I. Um, I haven't, I've read a, a recap of it. We both have we read, both the, read same the same recap. recap. There's a very famous lengthy it's recap. It's so funny. It's that's very fun well to done. read. Um, yeah. the actual book is, is not, is tough to read. I haven't read the actual, I hear it's very poorly written. Yeah. I mean, it's a fan but, fiction. I mean, I read all of Twilight, so clearly yeah. I'm capable of getting through some, like, inarticulately written characters that have no defining traits right so i'm willing to do it but like i read twilight back when i was like doing mostly data entry for the phoenix and like some writing so i had a lot of like time time to kill (laughs) yeah um and like as Mm. my job has gotten more and more writing focused over the years i don't listen to audiobooks constantly Mm. but i did listen to all of twilight on audiobook Mm, i recommend that experience if anybody out there has a data entry job and you want to like laugh at something (laughs) who did the voice was anybody significant no, it was just it. some lady. Yeah, poor lady. They, they probably got other people recording it by now. I mean, I was reading yeah. it like back in the day. Right. So when I mean, it was like it was, just getting big. Yeah. Um, I was really on the forefront of you Twilight. You Twilight before Twilight was fandom. <laughs> I wasn't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going with this. Anyway, guys. Um, so next week we will see you for our coverage of uh, Fifty Shades. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm. It sounds like a terrible movie. Honestly, it's gonna be bad. I. I mean, I know we're like saying these harder. things are bad, but like I'll go in harder on Fifty Shades. We'll go, I, think. I mean, we went in pretty fucking hard on Twilight, but right. like I was still gentle though. Yeah, I feel like I'll go harder on. All 50 right, Shades. all right. We 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 both will. I mean, I I don't like any either of these things, but just no. like to like right before we close out, like yeah. just ever so briefly circle back to like the Buffy comparison. Like mm. I just want to say like. A lot of times I hear guys saying that about these kinds of books. Mm -hmm. And like, I just, I would caution our listeners against those comparisons because like Buffy isn't necessarily a better 
role model for girls than Bella. Yeah. Like, or necessarily of, like, Bella isn't necessarily a bad role model either. Mm-hmm. Like, things happen to her. She's not really a person. But, like, that's not really the problem with these also, books. Also, I totally had, The like, problem isn't women. Yeah. I totally had, like, is, like, Bella societal moments problems. where I'm just, like, like self-pitying. And yeah. Not, like, you don't have to be, like, a perfect superwoman. You can be kind of boring and shitty sometimes. Yeah, and you can just, like, <laughs> sit at lunch and be like, I hate all these people. That's, right. That's pretty relatable And be like, me. yeah. But like, it's everyone's also obsessed like, with me. Yeah, that's, that's me every day. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, but it's, it's like, like, the problems that I have with this book are, like, the symptoms that, that gave rise to it. You know, like, yeah. the societal problems were, right. like, oh, gender roles are I, fucked up. Right. Like, I don't blame teenage girls up. for exactly. that. Exactly. That's, that's what I'm trying to get at. This is the world they're, like, living in. And so I think it's okay if they find stuff to enjoy within that. Yeah. And, like, Whatever. Even, even Buffy is, like, not an achievable fantasy. Like, she no. has superpowers. Right. Like, I don't what a yeah what a bar to set for women and like her like angel her relationship with angels <laughs> and fucked spike up. and stuff yeah. I mean like the reason why those stories are interesting is because those characters are are flawed yeah mm. so like I I guess I would just say like if you're planning on throwing Twilight completely under the bus like I I I don't want our listeners to to do that because yeah. the the problems that we have with it aren't just that it's like oh it's poorly written blah blah like right. it is but like that's really not my issue it's more like you know, question the gender stuff. Question, right. question the idea that like this is how sexual relationships should be. Right. And that Edward should be like hanging out in Bella's room before they're even dating and like <laughs> watching her while she sleeps. I'm- I thought that was appropriate. I didn't. What? <laughs> you've never you've never like started dating guy and then you wake up and he's staring, and he's staring at you from at across me? the room oh, and then you go to turn on a light God. and then he's disappeared. Like jokes aside, that's like a nightmare it's that I really have. guys. I definitely guys, like have, do I have real advice? fears about people breaking into my apartment. Oh, I think you've talked to me about yeah, that. Yeah, that's like a common yeah. fear for do me. Do we have an advice corner where I'm like, guys, if you're like wooing a girl, <laughs> don't break into your room and stare at her. Corner. Why is it all my stuff? You don't, need your own stuff. I don't want to be involved in this show. I, by the way, I'm quitting the show. Um, oh, wow. Three apps. Three apps. So I have to watch 50 Days Alone and talk about it to no one. Great. Great. I think that a dating advice theme, we can definitely do that for the next app because there's going to be it's a gonna, lot There's going to be a lot to say. I feel like, too, eventually we should watch some kind of romantic, either romantic comedy or, or something. After I trashed the notebook earlier while we were right. eating dinner. I feel like Guys, we should, I trashed the notebook for like 30 minutes. We should watch one that we like. Oh, that would be hard to, for me to find. Oh, I, there, I've, there's a bunch of like romantic comedies. Maybe like. like Eternal Sunshine. Oh, that's not. Really and like, a guys, I read fanfic. Okay, like yeah, there's yeah, yeah, yeah. there's stuff out there I know is like self indulgent, but also fun and well done. Yeah. So it's possible. It's like how we trash male directors, but there are male directors out there doing a good job depicting women. Oh, for sure. And like, there are great fan fictions out there of twilight it's part of why people were mad that 50 shades got so popular yeah I, like because i we was, can get to that in that episode yeah because like, i was reading fan fiction at the time not of twilight um which and, is in general and I, you know in my mind i was like eventually this shit's gonna go mainstream it's i you know a movie or a show or something because a lot of it's really good content and then the one that did it's like this absurd what was the original title of it we'll research that for it it's really silly from what i remember I it's I didn't I didn't remember that it had an original title. Oh, it does. does. Yeah, I can't wait to find out what that is. All right, guys. But yeah, so I sometimes really mundane shit that's really simplistic gets popular. Yes, like Twilight is an example of that. I think, and that's okay. That's fine. We forgive you. Transformers is also popular. Fuck Transformers. Yeah. Fuck Michael. If you're really mad at Twilight, but you're like cool with Transformers, get the fuck out. Yeah, don't listen to this podcast. You already listened to all of it. Oh. (laughs) 
<laughs> so anyway, we forgot to say our Twitter handles last time, so oh. I had to like add it in later. But oh. let's say them this time. Uh, I'm Mar- at Mary Ellen Murr. Yeah. M-U-R-R. And I'm Mitty Myers on Twitter. And we have an, we have an email address now. So if people want to send oh, us email, shit. I added this in too. It's pr- Guys, send it's us prior. fan art. Send us fan art of, I don't know. Us or as or like let us know like what movie, what movie pairings you'd like us to do. No, only or, fan art. Or single movies and then we'll find a pairing for it. Yeah. We already have a, a big list of yeah. stuff we want to do. But and like if we don't like your shit, I'm we'll not going to fucking ignore it. your email. Yeah. No, I mean, maybe we'll be like, thanks, but. Maybe. I'm like, I'm not going to watch a movie where I'm like. I'll cut all this out. I think he's such a dick. <laughs> Let's be maybe dicks. Maybe we'll respond. Maybe we won't. I don't know. <laughs> Who cares? Whatever. We'll respond. We'll re- I'll are, respond. Fans I are- haven't even said what the email is yet. Okay. So it's <laughs> let's watch two movies at Gmail. Spelled out the two T-W-O. Cool. Let's watch two movies. People like it if you're it's like an edward thing you kind of have to be uninterested and then interested in them mm-hmm. that's what the relationship we want with our fans when people send oh my god it's email. so annoying when we get like hundreds of listens <laughs> it makes me want to barf oh. when i think about people listening to our show and sharing it on social media <laughs> when i think of getting like famous from this show because of how and, good like, it is meeting robert Pattinson <laughs> and interviewing him maddie, and like becoming maddie, his friend maddie you're not supposed to say that's the goal of this show you're not supposed <laughs> to he might be listening Maddie, you blew up my spot. I'm Jesus. Really sorry. Anyways, guys. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to our Let's third episode. Until next time, we'll, we'll be, be watching, watching two movies. movies. Is that still <laughs> oh, it's still our sign off. said it three times. <laughs> it has to be. Bye, Robert. Follow us at atomicblueproductions.com or support us at patreon.com slash atomicblueproductions.